Howdy folks, Rob Noxious, Drunk Noxious, back again. Many people these days have a piss-poor understanding of what a democracy is versus what is a republic, versus what is a monarchy, versus what is a constitutional monarchy, versus what is libertarianism, versus what is, um, I don't know, syndicalism, versus what is communism, versus what is socialism, versus what is European socialism, versus what is a democratic socialism. So, I thought I'd settle that today. It's not going to be 10 minutes or less, or 20 minutes or less. <laughs> Obviously, because there's many government styles. What I want you to do is mentally picture a square. Um, you remember back to algebra or geometry, that square where there's an axis, the x, <clears throat> the x axis, and the y-axis. So the x-axis is horizontal, so hold your arm out in front of you, uh, flat as if you're, I don't know, going to judo chop somebody. You're holding it flat with your fingers pointed west or east. That's the x-axis. So I'm going to stop there. At zero, where the x-axis is in the middle of, to the right, we're going to go positive numbers, just like in algebra or geometry. And to the left, we're going to do negative numbers. This has nothing to do with the left being negative or the right being positive. This is math. This is a simple Cartesian plane from Rene Descartes. <clears throat> so you move to the right, you move to the left. You move to the right, governments are more controlling. Um, however, this is not really something that is completely true. Moving to the right is actually more traditional, meaning there's a heavier emphasis on social constructs and a heavier emphasis on social control. So on the right, pe more people would care about sexuality, would care about uh, finances, would care about more of a regimented, controlled environment, such as the military, such as education, such as schooling. Uh, on the right, in a school, would be more rote memorization. On the left, would be more creative thinking. Really, it if you really want to get down to it, it's right and left-brained, but reversed. Left-brained people are typically going to be more analytic and analytic societies are going to be more on the right. They're more caring about who am I in regards to somebody else. And so these societies are heavily structured, known as class-based societies. Now, all societies will have classes. However, on the right, those classes are based on usually blood, whereas on the left, typically wealth. So... <clears throat> Not always true, but those are the guideposts that I'm doing in forming the Overton window that is this discussion. On the left is more of an idea that people are not belonging to a class. They can change classes. You could start off poor and become rich. That's a liberal idea. Liberalism isn't just Democrats. Liberalism is a Western ideology that was started by the American Revolution, which is a liberal idea that we don't know we no longer need a monarch. 
we can follow the classical idea of Cicero that we can have a republic or we can have a democracy. And then it spread to France with the French Revolution. That didn't go so well. So in Europe, liberalism didn't take hold really until the 20th century with the collapse of the monarchies in you know, Prussia and Russia. And then you, know, you have the October Revolution, which overthrows the monarchy of the Tsar. Now, the British are always riding that wave. They're always this, the British, as an island, they're surfers. The British are always 20 years ahead of everyone else in Europe. In, in Britain, they've always had the king and parliament kind of, there was an understanding, mainly because of what had happened with the, um, with the sole rule of Charles I and the English Civil War or the uh, English Revolution, as some people call it, the English Civil War of the 1640s to 1680s that resulted in the protectorate and um, the king having his head cut off and a republic being instituted. So there had always been this kind of understanding between parliament and the king or queen that if it comes down to it, we'll take your head. The English never did it again, mainly because the monarch always did well to have a good intercourse with the... That word doesn't mean what it really means. Intercourse means like a discussion or a discourse. Always have a good relationship with Parliament. The idea being, being on good terms with these people is usually a good idea. Whereas in France, it deteriorated, and it never really did re revive, especially after Napoleon. You, you, you see, when the Bourbons come back, Louis XVIII is despised. So much that Napoleon just sets one foot on French soil, and the man has to run for his life. He has to flee France in literally less than three weeks. Uh, that is how much the French hate monarchs. But after, of course, Waterloo and, and, and the aftermath of that, the people didn't have a choice. Uh, and there were purges, um, as you do. And the monarchy came back, but it was never as popular. And it was, it was always on thin ice, to the point where the Bourbon gets overthrown. Again, in 18, uh, I think it's 1832, uh, of course, that's Les Miserables. Uh, Victor Hugo talking about where everyone made the barricades in France and, and the Bourbon spent hours, they spent weeks trying to hunt down all the, all the people making the barricades and trying to subdue the people to the point where they were chased out of the city, never to return, and were replaced by the junior branch of the Bourbon, the Orléans branch, and... They only had one king, and that lasted until 1848 when France overthrew the monarchy and abolished it. And from 1848 until the modern day, the French have been a republic. Starting with the third, then they had one last gasp of monarchy, but it wasn't a, it wasn't a Bourbon monarchy, and it wasn't a divine right monarchy. It was a military-based one with Napoleon III, uh, the nephew of Napoleon. So now we see a difference. What's the difference between a monarch and an emperor? Well, 
the monarch has the divine right of God. The king has the divine right of the gods or God, or depending on which religion and what time period you're in. If you're Alexander, king of Macedon, it's the gods of Macedon. You know, the Greek gods have made me king. You know, the, the, the invisible made-up people in the sky. And then later it's the kings. They say, oh, well, Jesus Christ ordained me king. Really, personally, Jesus came down from the sky and said, you're king. You know what? I'll believe it because I'm uneducated and stupid. Anyway, so the difference is, is that an emperor has military power. They're there because they have military prowess. And the military backs them up. The Roman Empire was an empire because its government was based in the power of the military, as opposed to the power of the nobles and the church. Although, of course, the Roman Empire will descend into an empire of the church, which is when it becomes the Dominati, uh, and it becomes more of a king. Uh, they start being referred to as uh, Dominus, a Deus, Lord and God. So monarchy is, is, is steeped rich in, in gods and the made-up fictional people in the sky that we all pray to. But emperors are based in popular uh, uprising, such as, you know, a popular, like a plebiscite. In some cases, uh, emperors have been voted for. Napoleon's imperial throne was voted for. He asked for the, for the legislatures of France to vote him emperor. And then he crowned himself. Sure, the pope was present, but he was saying to the pope, you don't crown me, God doesn't crown me. I crown myself because the people have voted for it. And Napoleon III even gets elected emperor. So what's the other side of this, democracy? Well, democracy is where you and I actually would be able to go to Congress and vote on things. The problem with the democracy is I don't know... I know a lot of things, but I wouldn't be able to tell you the difference between choosing the XM177E or the other gun that went up against it. Um, I wouldn't be able to sit here and, and sit in a room and debate whether we should go with this one gun or the other gun for the military. You know, you're looking at the testimony and they're saying, well, this gun doesn't jam as much, but this gun has more firepower. Okay, well, don't we want more firepower? Yeah, well, it jams more. It, it's, not, it's not as effective. In, when you're in, in the field, you don't want your troops um, stuck with a gun that isn't functioning. And so the more effective gun was chosen, the XM-177E1, which is now the M16. <clears throat> or... Do, do, do you think that you are even remotely qualified to speak about nuclear policy? Do you even know how nuclear fission or fusion reactions even work? And that yet you post to Facebook, we need to get rid of these nuclear reactors. They're, they're destroying the planet. Despite the fact that coal and gas-based energy is far more damaging in terms of emissions 
nuclear energy is in terms of CO2 output compared to the amount of energy it provides one nuclear reactor can power a city the size of Atlanta while putting out less emissions than a than 16 coal power plants or heck even one nuclear energy is one of the safest and environmentally friendly other than, of course, the nuclear waste, which we still have no idea how to get rid of. But most of these power plants, the nuclear rods, um, the tritium or deuterium rods that are used in these nuclear facilities, they last 35 to 40 years. The amount of coal used, one rod will last 30 to 45 years, depending on the, uh, the size of the plant and, and depending on the output. The nuclear reactors and aircraft carriers are never replaced. When they're installed, that's it. When that nuclear reactor is approaching the end of its life, they just scrap the ship and take the nuclear fuel, uh, spent nuclear fuel, and they uh, dispose of it as best they can. 30 to 45 years, one rod. And you're usually anywhere from 12 to 30 rods in a reactor. Compared to the amount of coal and natural gas wasted, I mean, someone born, when that rod is inserted into the nuclear power plant, they will be fathers and mothers by the time that ship is scrapped. You're going through one-third of a person's life. If they live to 90, if they live to 77, you're going through about roughly half of a person's life before the nuclear fuel is replaced. Do you see now why democracies are dangerous? I've had this discussion so many times and people, they don't know what tritium or deuterium or, or uranium-235 or uranium-238 or plutonium-241 or plutonium-244. They have no idea what any of these things are. They don't know what it even, some people don't even know what an isotope is. And you want them making, they you want that to give them the power to vote on whether or not we're going to do one thing or another with with nuclear policy. You know this isn't whether we're deciding that eggs are good or eggs are bad, like you know that uh, fashionable and fantastic moron, the Atkins diet. No, are eggs good? Are they bad? No, eggs are good for you. Just don't eat 30 of them. I mean, it's seriously. You wonder why you get fat? It's the portions. And yet you're out here saying we need to eat paleo. Folks, you don't need a 16-ounce steak, a baked potato, and dessert, as well as, you know, six glasses of wine. I mean, Jesus Christ, you wonder why you're fat? You take in so many sugars and carbohydrates, and then you turn around and blame the government for everything. And you wonder why I don't want to let you have control over it. Because you don't even have control over your own diet. If you can't even control your own diet, you're going out to a Mexican restaurant and ordering about six persons worth of food. And then downing sugar. Alcohol is refined sugar. Alcohol is pure sugar. 
that has been fermented. And you, you want to run the government. That's why the founders chose a republic. Because there comes a time when the experts, when the people who actually study and use their brain and actually try to learn something a bit more than what they know, uh, learn, uh, they look at you and really all they want to do is smack you with a crowbar. But we can't do that. That's, that's completely immoral. Harming another person because of their stupidity harming another person period it's immoral it's wrong you don't harm someone else violently or physically and even then I could do it verbally but you still wouldn't get the point so what's the per point in hurting your feelings I'm only doing this because there are many people out there who just refuse to even open their mouths and there's nothing worse than someone who knows better but refuses to speak you know there's nothing worse than good people who do nothing But democracies aren't bad. They're bad when you encourage what's known as the populism. Populism is this idea that you can whip up people's emotions without having much substance. You don't actually have to go out there and have a plan. Your plan is to get them all pissed off and then they just vote for you out of pure emotion. And that's the stage we're in right now. Uh, if you want to look up and understand how this works. There's a man by the name of Publius Claudius Pulcher. Uh, Publius is P-U-B-L-I-U-S. Claudius is C-L-A-U-D-I-U-S. And Pulcher is P-U-L-C-H-E-R. He changes his name to Clodius through some Roman weird stuff. But you can just look up Clodius or C-L-O-D-I-U-S. Clodius whips up a public frenzy, uh, mainly just saying, the rich in Rome are screwing us all over. And the people are like, you know what? I've been wanting to say that all my life. And when you're telling the poor to go after the rich, duh! Ding, 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 we have a winner. Someone actually graduated from middle school. Anyone with half a brain knows that if you go out to the poor and say, let's take down the rich. They'll follow you to the moon. Don't believe me? Watch The Dark Knight Rises, where Bane goes out to the people of Gotham and says, there will be trials. And then you look at the French Revolution, that was the poor killing the rich. That's the what, that is... The definition of the French Revolution is a bunch of angry poor people. Well, they were starving, obviously, and the king wasn't doing anything about it to fix that. But the king wasn't... He wasn't an awful king. He was just the most mediocre you could ever find. I mean, the man's wedding night had bystanders to make sure the man actually did the deed. That shows how little the nobility trusted him, and the nobility don't trust you. I don't think the people do either. So democracies are dangerous mainly because we're allowing uneducated people to run things. However, there is the counterpoint. 
which is why I should have been a lawyer because uh, I am devil's advocate and I know count, point, counterpoint. I understand arguments. It's Some nights I argue with myself just to see if there's a way in and out of an argument that's going on on TV at the time just to see if there's a new way of breaking through this other than they're wrong and stupid and we're right and smart. <laughs> And it has led me to be lonely because I have to take – sometimes I have to tell Republicans that they're just fucking stupid. I mean going – just randomly going out into public and, and, and telling everyone that 5G causes coronavirus, are you retarded? We've had viruses since – some people think that the asteroid that slammed into Earth brought a virus that created life itself on this planet. Viruses have existed long before humankind. It existed in the time of the dinosaurs. There was probably viruses that killed dinosaurs. There have been viruses since the dawn of time. There are viruses that only affect birds. Birds evolutionarily come before mammals. There were no mammals before birds. Birds existed before mammals. There are viruses that affect reptiles. Reptiles have existed before birds. Viruses have existed long before birds. And birds predate human beings by hundreds of millions of years. But you're dead certain that 5G causes coronavirus. Keep thinking that, buddy. You also probably believe vaccines cause autism and that Bush did 9-11. And, and you want me to give you power. <clears throat> Hell no. I'll vote for Trump for 30 years just to make sure you idiots don't have any chance of running the government. Some of your posts are unbelievably stupid. And I get it, you're not educated enough, and that's the failure of the American educational system. Uh, it should be doing more to educate you. Uh, that is what Thomas Jefferson said. Education is the greatest deterrent to tyranny. Well, where do you think the tyranny comes from? Do you think Augustus just marched into Rome with the army and said, give me power? No. He went to the people and gave them buttloads of money. He said, here, here's some money. Hey, you people want some money? Oh, yeah, you'd love some money. Hey, yeah, I'm going to give you two years' pay. What do you think? Oh, I love Augustus. He's the greatest ever. And the Senate's thinking... Well, I mean, we don't have an army, and he's got the people on his side. So I guess we'll make him the emperor. It's not the exact story, but it, it, that's exactly what happened. Augustus went to the people and said, here, have two years' pay. He gave them two years' pay. And they're sitting there going like, Augustus, he may have an army. We may have no longer have the same rights we did, but God damn it, that guy, I'm rich. I love that guy. Did you know that I'm gamefully employed working 45 hours a week? And above, and am above the median income, and I got the twelve hundred bucks. I'm gainfully employed. I still make a paycheck, and I got the twelve hundred bucks. I didn't need it. I can't send it back. How do you send it back? Do you pick up the phone? Yeah, I'd like to speak to President Trump. Uh, I'd like to send the paycheck back. Hello.
Hello? Oh, they hung up. Do, 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 do you see my point? <clears throat> A republic is necessary. People in the 80s, they wanted law and order. In the 90s, they wanted law and order. In the 2000s, they wanted an iPhone. Or an Android. Or, it, people are easily swayed. Look how easy it is to convince soccer moms, stay-at-home moms, of the keto diet. You're putting your body into ketosis, which is not recommended. Um, you could end up with um, ketoacidosis, where as you make more ketones, ketones in your body, your body, your blood becomes acidic. And as your blood becomes more and more acidic, eventually your kidneys and your liver are unable to remove the acid at the speed in which you desire. And the easiest way to know that you're in ketosis is that your urine is mostly yellow because your kidneys are working in overdrive. Ketosis is only recommended for people with epilepsy and those people with epilepsy have to drink a ridiculous amount of water to ensure that the kidneys do not destabilize and collapse. And the true keto diet is high in sugar, extremely high in, in refined processed sugars. In fact, the base keto diet is mostly you add whipped cream, whipped heavy cream, with every meal. At least 50 grams worth. Did you know that? Or are you just reading it from Sharp Magazine? Or from whatever garbage magazine is out there who is being... A magazine being paid to sell a diet that focuses on goods that will be labeled as keto-friendly. Hmm. Sounds like capitalism to me. But what do I know? I don't know anything. I'm just some idiot that no one comments on my stuff anymore because I'm apparently I'm a big fool. I don't know what I'm talking about. Rob! Yeah. <laughs> All I hear is just whining. You don't have a logical argument. I stopped arguing about two years ago because you people are so emotional, it's absolutely insane to even bother to try to talk to you. You sound like a seven-year-old who's throwing a hissy fit. Every day, it's some new emotional thing. Oh, my stars. I am so... I don't even... I can't even right now. I can't even... I have never evened. I don't even know what that means. I can't even. It, it sounds like someone who is mentally broken down. They're emotionally incapable of handling the logic that has been thrown at them. Uh, I'm pretty sure that if Trump said triangles were three lines with three points, you people would go out there and say, It's a fucking circle!
it, it is an emotional response, and and it is literally a breakdown of logic. You're incapable of logic. And I've watched people who I thought were very logical people break down. And I thought I was an emotional person. You know, I thought I got angry all the time. You know, I'm Rob Noxious, drunk Noxious, back again. To go on a rant, kind of like that guy from 60 Minutes. With the wispy eyebrows. And, you know, you know what I like about bottled water? You know, you know what really grinds my gears? I thought that I was just an emotional person, but the more and more I think about it, I just have emotions. But I always think through them logically. Why am I angry? Well, because people are out there completely missing the point. You know, on the one hand, there are people going out there and sneezing onto fresh produce. What the fuck is wrong with you? I mean, seriously, I get it. You don't believe in the coronavirus. I thought it was a big no, uh, nothing. Okay, I thought it was just liberal media again, or whatever, whatever you want to call it. No, it, it, China. I hid their numbers. We all fell for it. I thought China was a respectable nation. I, I thought. Okay, I was willing to give them the benefit of the doubt. They're no longer the. They've mellowed from the days of Tiananmen. Or have they? I mean, Hong Kong kind of was a precursor, but you, you, they were just—they put on a pretty face, and after a while of not seeing them act like complete despots, you kind of just get this image that the Chinese are—they're nice. The Chinese people, yes. The Chinese government, um, liars and thieves. A lot of them. I don't think there's a single good person in the Communist Party of China. I think they're all awful people. The entire government of China. Uh, if I had it my way, I—I I, would have started an uprising years ago. But the whole point is, that's the problem with democracy. But there's also the flip side of the experts. We all trusted CNN. And now, I won't read CNN unless it's non-political. If it's a political diatribe from CNN, I, I print it out and I use it as fire starter. Yeah, if I don't have newspaper, I just go print out articles from CNN. They're long and they're angry and it burns perfectly. We trusted everyone. And now we're finding out that the media is not even, not even Fox News is trustworthy. Fox News, I would say, is the most dangerous thing to trust. Because with CNN and MSNBC, we at least know that they're far left and that they're a bunch of that they're progressive communists at this point. Uh, I am self-assured that Jeff Zucker is a communist, and that's the worst form of government. So, if you're so angry, Rob, why are you doing this? It's a vain hope. That at least something I say at one point will convince you to use reason. I'm not saying love Trump. I'm, I'm saying listen to reason. You're not. You're, you are willing to ignore sexual allegations against Biden. But you have to plunge the country into civil war against Kavanaugh and Epstein and Weinstein, and Bill Cosby, 
no one gets a free pass just because they're likable. If you want me to believe in the Me Too movement, then believe all women. We need to listen to Tara Reid, and I'm not going to listen to anything you fucking say until there are investigations into the Tara Reid allegations. Otherwise, I ain't voting for Biden. You're trying to convince me I'm a moderate independent with a liberal attitude. I voted for Trump because I was sick and tired of the goddamn hypocrisy. I'm tired of it. If you want me to vote for Biden, then I need you to look into what him and his son did in Ukraine and China, and I need you to look into Tara Reid. If you won't do those two things, then I have nothing to say to you. I'll throw the grenade again. We are going to have equality in this country. We are going to have everyone, if they're accused by the rules that we've set forth on Twitter, which is not a governing body. It's a. The best way I can describe Twitter is a dumpster fire abortion. It is crap. It is garbage. And I understand why people like it because it's the same people who use Twitter read People Magazine. And that's all I'm going to say about that. They also read the National Enquirer, and some of them probably believe that, you know, vaccines cause autism. Bush did 9-11. That sort of stupidity. And you want me to give you control over the government. You want me to let California and New York determine the president every time because that's where the majority of people live, and if we're going to do a popular vote president, meaning if you win the popular vote, you become president, it means that New York City and Los Angeles are going to determine the president every time. And that's why you want it. I get that. And you can sit there and play coy. That's not why we want it. I, I'm not listening to you. First of all, you're, you're either too stupid to understand what you're saying, or you're being deceitful and lying. Either way, we have nothing. We have no words to have. Uh, there will be no discourse because I can't convince a cow and I can't convince a fox. With cows, you lead them along and, and then you, you, know, you, you very carefully move them along on a path and then you get out of there. Foxes, you just take a shotgun. <clears throat> Foxes right in the hen house. Bow! Next. <clears throat> I don't deal with liars and thieves. I don't deal with people who are too stupid to understand uh, even remotely what they're talking about. Uh, I used to encourage fools, but as I aged, I realized that it just goes in a circle. Because then they say, well, what about this? Well, what about that? And what about this? And this? And then what if? And then, and at the end of the day, it's like that picture of Charlie from Always Sunny in Philadelphia where he's like, come on, man. It's conspiracy. And the web has grown so much, and their logic is all over the place, either by design, because I've led people in weird logical ways just to get them off course, just to make them, you know, it makes them lose their argument. It's a nice little technique. And if you know how to do a good debate, you know how to lead your opponent in weird ways. Eventually, you just get tired of trying to nail them into the hole, into the logical hole that they'll eventually find themselves in. You'd rather someone else do that because, really, it's it's hard to suffer fools these days. There are so many. And I'm not claiming I'm some sort of super intellectual. I'm just someone who's kind of sitting here watching this like a movie. Um, 
people who I used to respect willing to look past things that if the other side did them, we'd be having a tribunal followed by an execution at the guillotine. And they disguise it by being nice and kind. You know, the HOA types. People who think that homeowners associations are even remotely um, good. Homeowners associations are worse than government. Uh, because you can change your government every four to eight years. Your homeowners association is Satan. And for me, if I ever have one, I will work to overthrow it and then take charge of it and then get rid of all the bylaws. Because for me, if I have to mow my lawn to six inches every year and have to go out into my lawn with a ruler, uh, you have reached peak stupidity. HOAs are there so that you don't leave a junked out car in your front yard and let your grass become eight feet tall. <clears throat> it's not there to force your neighbors to paint their shutters a certain color. What is this? Communist China? And HOAs are pretty much communist. Sure, there are elections. There are elections in China. Did you know that? There are. But we all know who you're voting for. Don't we? It's like Russia. Are you voting for Putin or Putin? Well, I'm voting for Putin. Okay, so you're not voting for Putin? I'm voting for Putin. Well, what about Putin? I like Putin, but I have to go with Putin. I'm rolling my eyes. Democracies are dangerous. They let the cows and the sheep run a government. There's a reason that we have shepherds. Sheep are pretty dumb. I don't know if you've ever dealt with a sheep, but they're not particularly bright. Uh, they'll believe anything you tell them. Like, you know, <clears throat> there's an invisible man living in the sky, and he watches everything you do, and he judges you. And if you break his list of ten rules, you'll burn for all of eternity in pain and torture in a place of awful just god-awful pain and torture for eons forever and ever and ever until the end of time. But he loves you. He loves you and he needs money. Creator of the universe can't control money. It happens to the best of us. Heck, U.S. government loves you and they need your money. That's an odd connection. I haven't made that one yet. I learned something today. I learned that governments are God are pretty much the same. They love you and they need your money. <laughs> now, we have a problem on our hands. We need your money. It's those Muslims again. We gotta bomb them. You know, for America, for liberty and freedom.
whole lot of good the Iraq War did. Bankrupted the country. But anyway, I feel I have run out of things to say. I've been angry enough. You go out there and you believe whatever you want to believe. But don't expect me to debate you. Especially if it's stupid.